1: No I you know i think I think we felt like our effort was there. I just think there was opportunities um, within that game, uh, in particular, probably if, if those few of those plays look a little bit differently, I mean the margin wasn't going to be what it was, and if you can get that game in the second half where the margin is attainable it would it would be different. so I felt our guys you know ultimately they played hard and you know, stayed in the fight, but um, by no means did we play well enough. And, and certainly, some of that credit does go to Oregon State, but I, I do think there's things that uh, that we can correct. And you know, personnel-wise, um, I think we always have to have that sense of we can we can put another guy out there. And I don't think there's anything you know super drastic there that uh, changes. Cell changes are going to be made by by any stretch, but um, I think we have to look
2: look at that, and um, so we'll do that through the course this week. On defense, how much do you think it was kind of a, a zone versus man-to-man um, thing that maybe caused some of the, some of the issues, especially in the, in the past the game? And
1: well, I think it's 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 a combination of um, we didn't get enough pressure, and that's that's a you know they got a good offensive line. We didn't get enough of pressure with four, so he had time to sit back there and. Whether we were rushing for playing zone or soft, man, it probably didn't look that different. You know, I think when we were playing man, we weren't, we weren't real aggressive. Um, there was a a few times the ball was in the air that we were able to to make a play on the ball, but ultimately a lot of it was keeping, keeping things in front of us in, in both man and zone calls. Um, so I think it's a, it's a combination of, of all of that. I and mean, when we pressured, they did a pretty good job of, of picking up and, you know, um, I, I know broke contain a couple times with, with scrambles uh, in, in their quarterback. You know, we allowed their quarterback to feel pretty comfortable, I guess, ultimately, whether that is what we were doing up front or what we were doing in the back end. I think it was a combination.
0: Talking to Marquis, he, he said last week before that Oregon State game, he maybe saw that there were some execution issues in practice and it played out on Saturday. How was the, you know, overall um you know what was the team like today are they on a new leaf today is there just a different mindset or is anything
1: carrying over well i think going back to the first part of your question i think that's what practice is for i think you work through things in practice and i think as coaches you you determine how that plays out on saturdays um you know so an observation by Marquis, but i think i think ultimately um we went after it last week in practice and you know uh um didn't play out in the game i think our guys you know watched the film this morning um you know really asked them to not only see what they did wrong but then why they might maybe did this or this wrong um this or that wrong i should say and and you know went out there with a good attitude this morning and that's all you can you can ask i mean it's um, in the, the game of football you have to be able to turn the page whether you win or lose and each week's its own week each opponent's brings its, its different set of uh Both opportunities and challenges, and um, but you got to you got to be able to own the previous performance, and I think we've done that, Um, and that was what a lot of this morning was about.
0: Whether you're in the restaurant business or you just want to host any big event, JV Restaurant Supply can make sure you have everything you need. JV Restaurant Supply is your home for everything kitchen. Whether you're a bear or a bobcat, an eagle or a scotty, JV Restaurant has everything you might need. They have locations in Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls. if you can't make it in, J&V also has a great website, jvrestaurant.com. Get everything you need for your next event at JV, your restaurant specialist.
2: Early in the week, but uh, Eastern Washington coming up. What stands out to
1: you about them? Well, offensively, they got a lot of new, new players. I, I think, you know, um, this, the change for them at quarterback is, is monumental. I think they lost a, a, I don't know if you say a generational player, but obviously he was the player of the year in our division, and, and he really made them go for a long time. And in, in two games in, um, you know, Talkington's the player of the week in the conference won one week and then the other week's against Oregon. Um, I think in the Oregon game or the the, the Tennessee State game, he showed that um, he's elusive. Um, he can extend plays. He can make plays with his feet. I mean, he had over 400 yards of total offense in that game, um, but he's still relatively inexperienced. So, um, you know we have to put pressure on him to make those plays. I think receiver-wise, they still have playmakers, even though they lost a couple really good playmakers. Um, they still got a couple really good offensive linemen. I think defensively, um, you know, tail two games for them too. I think based on their opponents, but you know, I think they can get uh, um, they can make things complicated up front. Uh, Jerome in particular, interior-wise, is a good player. Um, it's that it was last year, uh, and they. They returned some others as well. So, you know, I think um, you can look at, I do think you can look at where they were last year and, and see, you know, see schemes and familiarities, but there's a lot of different players on, on both sides. And, you know, looking at their two games this year, certainly isn't this um, this whole holistic look at them. It's two, it's two games, one they found a way to win and one against a really good opponent in Oregon. and. and you know, I think we we far from seeing what this team is capable of. I guess is probably what I'm saying, and we gotta expect them to be very prepared with the extra week, and um, you know, um, expect their obviously their best shot.
0: One thing you one thing you mentioned after Saturday's game was that you didn't want to lose to this team twice. So I guess my question is, you know, just since this is a big sky open, I guess does it have a greater emphasis, you know, to, I guess, get back on the right foot
1: this week, even, you know, coming off a loss like that? Well, it, my, my point to that is if if you don't get out of the, um, I don't know, feeling sorry for yourself mode or um, not figuring out a way to get prepared, that's when you you don't go into that next game ready. And, and I think the fact that it is a, another road challenge, it's uh, the big sky opener against a really tough opponent. I... I I hope human nature plays a role in, in it more as much as just our ability. We got to turn, turn the page. You know, I think it uh, it probably does help uh, that it is a big sky opener it is, that we are playing at Eastern Washington. I think both those factors should help us, you know, and I think it's already occurred. You know, we asked the guys to, um, you know, watch the, watch the film and learn from it and move on, and, you know, as far as I could tell this morning, we did that.
2: We asked a little bit about after the game. I'm curious, you know, I don't think Garrett appeared and Elijah had, you know, limited carries. What, what kind of were the main reasons, I guess, for that?
1: Well, I, I think the, the nature of our first half offensively was, okay, we have a, a, a really long sustained, actually long, but a sustained drive that scores. Um, we did things a bunch of different ways that, that first drive. Um, we come out, we, we throw an interception our first first play of our next drive and we return a kick um i think ultimately we had 17 plays in the first half so and we, you know and at that point you're down you're down 20 so ex- establishing much of anything from a traditional uh, running back oriented game plan at that point um unfortunately there probably wasn't a lot of time for it you know and then we were three and out our first possession of the second second half then they return a punt now we're down you know even more 26 at that point so I think, um, try, you know, there was going to be a part of it. It wasn't going to be all of it by any means. Um, you know, running the ball with our quarterbacks and our receivers was going to be a part of it. And it, it just so happened running with our quarterbacks, given what the situation lent itself to, probably just ended up being a little bit, bit, bit bigger portion than we anticipated going in. And
2: I think when I was talking with Taylor, you know, he said, and you've said this too, you know, getting the best 11 guys out there is important. And then, and then obviously I mean limited at that position how much of those I guess play into some of that as well
1: well I think it's it's certainly playing into our our personnel looking a little bit um, you know untraditional I guess Uh, I think that's fair and and, you know um, I I do think in our two quarterbacks I I would say those two are our best running runners right now you know I that's I'm not I think that's that's the truth so, how much can we how much can we tax them? Um, and the fact that we have two of them? does that help? Yes, um, we have to find a tra- traditional running back uh, presence to some degree. Um, I was you know disappointed our, our receivers had three carries and it was for minus six yards. I mean that was not what the the plan plan was we the three three plays that went to them, um, you know, I think a couple of them were were good calls by the defense. And then there was additionally some, some plays where the quarterbacks kept it, that they could have gotten it, that probably could have uh, looked a little bit differently had the receivers gotten the ball in those situations. So, um, no, we're gonna look, I think uh, a little bit different than um, the norm would, would say, I guess. And that's just the reality of it right now. We will get Lane back sooner than later. We will get Isaiah back eventually. Um, and until that time we got to figure out how to get it done
0: Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again Save 5 cents on every gallon every day at any Town Pump across Montana Plus earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs Stop in and pick up a rewards card download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today or visit townpump.com/rewards to register and start saving town.
2: You suffered any major injuries? I guess. Is there any update on that? And then
1: anybody who might be on the mend? Uh, we came out of it healthy. Um, I know uh, Mccade O'Reilly went down, um, kept playing on the first uh, first kickoff, uh, made the play. Actually, lost his helmet, made the play, made a play on the ball. So I think he's potential. He has potential that he'll be out for for a little while. Um, and otherwise, Kendrick Bailey did not make the. Make the trip. He'll be back as a as a backup in the secondary. Um, but I think that's our only real real changes. Any more specific um, update on Lane? Can we see him back this week or no? Uh, won't be. We, we could get back on the practice field this this week. I don't think that'll that'll have him game ready necessarily. Um, you know we're we're just about to two weeks out now, and it was probably going to be um, at least two to three weeks. So. Um, he's pushing it. It wasn't as severe as um, it might have been, I guess. So, you know, my, my hope is that we get him back uh, for that next game.
2: There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. You mentioned um, kind of uh, talking to
0: him earlier, the new quarterback, Houston Washington. I guess what differences do you have kind of between him
1: you and Barry? Well, I think they're neither um, neither's tall in stature. They're both athletic. Um, but the difference is the wealth of experience that Barry had at the end of it, you know, um, and and the wealth of experience coupled with the, I guess, a multitude of confidence that he played with, and then the confidence that they had in him. I, I think, you know, whether the, well, that's the team, the coaches, um, you know, he was he was uh, in position to make whatever play he. Seem that seemed possible and that's with a quarterback and that trust in the quarterback and that willingness to give you know a, a quarterback all all that free reign that that takes that takes some time that and I you know two games in I, I I'm sure they want talking to him to catch up to that as fast as possible but that's hard that's um so you know he's he's taken over an offense um that was really directed by one guy with with really good skill players, though. Too, I mean, they had um, really good skill players last year. Not that they they return um, Roberson and Chisholm, and they got some guys. But uh, I mean, those two tall receivers that they lost, um, Lemu Jones and Boston. I mean, they were they were hard to handle. The running back. I mean, so it's 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 definitely just not on. Just comparing these two quarterbacks. It's it's them trying to bring this offense along, which. I, I trust that they will you know and uh, I trust that they'll look differently you know two weeks removed from that Oregon game than than they did that Saturday so that's what we got to prepare for and this
0: is kind of similar to during- question but, you know, not even just specifically the oregon state game but just shifting from non-con to big sky play is is there a different mindset different approach kind of to
1: well process? like i've talked about it we can't be this team that rides this wave of uh okay this game is more important than this game i you just i i think those teams that think that way set themselves up for failure um you might need you might be able to ride high when you're riding high but when you're you're not you don't have that same thought process what's that look like and i think the teams in our league are are too good to to think we can ride the um that roller coaster so so yes are the games um seemingly more important as they they move along i i suppose um that's the nature of a football schedule and, and stacking up games but um you know the, the approach we have to take that this is the opponent we play and and um you know, these are the stakes. This is where it's going to be played and, and you know, prepare like crazy no matter who it is.
2: Um, I guess it's just just that with Marquis. Um, first of all, just, you know, having back-to-back weeks now with the first time, in, mm-hmm. you know, in years, um, is that something – I mean, I guess how much do you guys kind of expect to see that, that kind of dynamic return? Well, I
1: think coming into the season, we felt good about – and I think I spoke to that just you – know, Returner was a struggle for us last year. Making big plays back there, whether it was punt or or, or kickoff return, um, we we struggled. In um, in you know settling on Marquie and, and Taco to return kicks and punts, um, we felt really good about their ability. And you know I schematically it still it still takes um, you know ten guys in front of you doing their jobs. And, and I think. I think we feel good about you know where we're at with that crew, but ultimately um, it takes a guy back there that can can see it and hit it. And um, I think you saw that uh, with both those guys in, in different forms. Uh, you know, returning punts and return of kicks are two different things. And you know, uh, Marquee, um I think he's going to be a big weapon for us. Uh, we thought he was going to be a big weapon, and that proved you know against a, I think a really good really good team, you know, that takes their special teams very seriously. And uh, so, you know, do we expect returns every game? I don't know, but I think we have that threat now and, you know, our guys have confidence in them, them the, the both those guys back there. And uh, I think that matters as well.
2: The marquee plan running back in high school, did that make him kind of one of the top candidates to, to also line up there after all those guys went down?
1: Well, I think I think uh, having that, that background helps. I, I think you watch him... Oh, run a couple plays in that Warhead game where he could kind of speed up and slow down, change his pace. But then he's got a real burst. I I think that's what I look at—just instincts. You know, I I think the instincts probably um, have somewhat to do with natural just ability. But then reps—you know, reps playing that position at whatever age—I think, I think makes a difference. So, um, so yeah, I mean, he's definitely a candidate for us to have back there.
0: Whether you're in the restaurant business or you just want to host any big event, JMV Restaurant Supply can make sure you have everything you need. JMV Restaurant Supply is your home for everything kitchen. Whether you're a bear or a bobcat, an eagle or a scotty, JV Restaurant has everything you might need. They have locations in Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls. If you can't make it in, JNV also has a great website, JVRestaurant.com. Get everything you need for your next event at JMV, your restaurant specialists. Yeah, Coach, a couple from me. Um, first of all, there's always a broad narrative around replacing great quarterbacks, and you have got through this, whether it was whoever came after Brock Jensen or whoever came after Carson Wentz. Uh, so it seems like so much of it is this that guy being himself, though. So, I mean, what do you think of that scenario, particularly when it comes to Eastern Washington, because this guy's not Eric Berrier, but uh, he can't be either, right?
1: That's a great point. Yes, he's got to become the best, best version of himself, And and as a coaching staff and as a team, kind of figuring out what that is, that's challenging sometimes because I think you've had a guy like they have for so many years, you – everything you do is kind of model around his ability, right, and um, your success is – was so – their success was so dependent on the plays he made in, in, you know, in replacing him – the easiest thing is to say, okay, we can replace him with something that's as similar as possible. That's the best thing. And that puts a lot of pressure on that person to try to play the way the previous person did, as opposed to, you know, how he can play. Now they're, you know, they're, there's similarities between them. So I, I it's not this complete departure. He's not this six, five guy statue back there, or anything like that. So it's not, it's not that drastic of a change, but yeah, I think it's you know from my experience that next person has to be the best version of himself, and to that measure, I think the guys around him have to realize that and, and probably raise their game up too. And and um, that's challenging. I, I've I've lived through that on a couple occasions.
0: It seems like watching it back from Saturday that the offensive line performed pretty well. Actually, that they got pretty good push. So. How do you hope to carry that momentum? And, and do you feel like that test was good for their confidence as they continue to evolve as a unit?
1: Yeah, I think three games in and taking a big big picture look at it, I think our offensive line has played well. I think they're maturing. And, um, you know, uh, that game on Saturday was hard for them to have a real impact, in particular the way that stretch of, sequ- the, the stretch of uh, series went. When we had the one play – interception and we returned the kick um 21-14 they come back and, and we just to to really establish anything I mean and and get behind them was hard but when they were you know what they were asked to do I thought they performed well and I think you know it was our hope that at somewhere during the season I think we would say that hey we have a better offensive line than we previously did and I, I don't know if we could quite say that yet, but I think we're getting there. Um, in in the week in week out uh, test within our conference, will um, will play that will play out or allow that to play out, I guess. And um, no, I think they're playing with the right amount of confidence. I think they're they're communicating. I think they're still on edge, knowing that there's a, there's guys behind them that could be be put in. Um, we we should get Titan Fleischman back. I think next week, you know, Titan got went down that, that very first. First night, um, we played McNeese, so you know it's uh, it's a group that's coming along, and that's what we what's that's what we needed and we expected, and I like their progress.
0: You have several guys defensively too that have uh, played a lot, but are, are sort of still coming into leadership roles, like Callahan. And I know kyle has been a leader for a little while, but guys that are older now and, and they don't have Troy Anderson and Daniel Hardy and, and Amadre the Williams to look to. So, what have you thought of those guys' growth uh, these first couple? Uh, weeks here of the season.
1: Well, I think I think that's a good question. I think a game like Saturday tests that way more than the previous two Saturdays. And you know, and it might not even be in the moment on Saturday night, but it's it's the moments that occur through this week. Um, you know, when you see something, say something. I think that's always the hardest thing for an emerging leader um, is feeling comfortable um, when things aren't going quite the way you think they should. Um, Should I say something or should I just uh, swallow it? And I think we need guys to keep, keep learning how to do that. And I think we have guys that are capable of doing it. Um, You know, I think Ty and and Callahan in particular, you know, up front, we really don't have a, um, an old guy per se. I mean, Kyle Rick's the oldest, but he's not out there. I think, uh, you know, Brody, you know, I think is one in particular that's got to keep, keep stepping up, even though he's, he's fairly young. you know, additionally, I think in the in the secondary, I I, I do think we need guys to keep emerging there too. Um, but I think that's a fair fair assessment that um, you know we're still trying to probably find our way, um, find our voice a little bit on defense.
0: And the corners, they they went up against – I mean I thought that Oregon State group was very talented. I mean, th- there's really good receivers there. Is there a carryover there, too, just because – I mean, I know Eastern has really good receivers as well. You'll see good receivers in the big sky, but probably not going to have as much team speed collectively as what we saw on Saturday. Is there a carryover there?
1: I think think that does prepare us. I I thought we played a little uh, passive. Um, You know, we didn't – no ball got behind us, but a lot of balls got in front of us. So we got to find that line of of being able to play – a little bit more aggressive out there. And I think we have guys that are capable of it. Um, You know, certainly part of the plan going into a game against a team like Oregon State is to make them go the long, hard way and not give up big plays because they had big play capability um, at wide receiver, um, and they had shown that. So, you know, the flip side is you make them go the long, hard way, and they do. You know, they make plays over and over again on third down. And and so I think we got to find that balance. But I do think having a game like that to maybe measure that, um, that will help us moving forward.
0: And you guys won there last year. And uh, there's so much made of Montana State and Montana's home field advantage. But Eastern has a great home field advantage as well. I mean, they've lost very few times on that red field since they went to the red, you know, 2010. So does it give you an element of confidence going there, knowing that you made this trip before?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of people are like, why do we have to go there back to back? And understanding the new scheduling in the big sky, you can explain that pretty simply. Um, you know, they're an every year opponent for us. Your every year opponents have to be split home and away. Um, so we we go back there, we, we were able to go in there last year and, and and play well enough to win win that game. And that game took offense, defense, special teams. It took um it took all all three phases. So I, I do think there's a level of confidence. I always think there's um, it's helpful when guys have played in a venue. So a venue isn't brand new to them. Um, you know, and I think a lot has been made about the red turf, but they've been, they've been as consistent a program, um, as there's been in our league, you know, through that stretch. So it's the, the turf is one thing, but their, their team's been really good for, for quite some time now. And they've had a consistency, um, and continuity in the coaching staff, um, you know Coach Best uh, following up Coach Baldwin and Coach Best haven't been on that that, that staff before, so uh, you know I think we have to go in and and play well. I think our familiarity with with them as a team, having played them last year um, later in the year and playing on that field, I think will definitely help us. But it's not gonna it's not gonna win the game.
0: And last thing for me on that note, they have had such a common, uh, uh, such a consistent identity. And it's, it's everybody always talks about the quarterbacks and the receivers and the offense, but I've always thought they've always had a a very complimentary defense with, with great team speed, especially in the secondary. Do you see that still? And and how, how, how would you just evaluate uh, Eastern's defense overall?
1: Well, I, I thought they, they made some strides last year for sure. And, um, you know, the, the speed being the the component that probably stood out the most. And I think they definitely have some active guys up front. Um, so, no, I, I think they lost some guys, but I think they've replaced them with uh, comparable players. Um, I think the two games we have, I think Tennessee State was was a pretty athletic outfit on offense, uh, made some plays against them. Ultimately, they were able to to pull that game out. And then I think we're all aware of, what Oregon's capable of offensively, and, and that game got away from them. So I think that's the challenging part: is new faces, probably not this this great body of work to judge. Knowing that that uh, we anticipate they're going to be a much improved team from both those first two games, both of those first two games. I think we got to anticipate that. But no, I think defensively they've been built around speed, and they continue to have it